0: Hello everyone! Welcome back to the Construction Approach to Animal Welfare and Training Podcast. We are your host. I am Masa.
1: Hi everybody. And I'm Sean.
0: We hope that you are cuddled up with your animal companions and ready for this exciting episode. Before we start, we have a couple of big announcements. The first one is our 2022 Cal conference, Yay! which will be online again. And the conference dates are from July 25th to July 30th.
1: That's right. And this is going to be an amazing conference this year. We're not only bringing back our amazing previous speakers, Drs. TV Joe Lang and Dr. Jesus Rosales-Ruiz, but Massa and I will also be returning along with a brand new keynote speaker, Barbara Heinreich. Yes! And our topics this year are going to really crack open the shell that we had previously been focused on before. We're going to be going much further beyond just dog training, and we're going to be getting deeper into the conceptual analysis of behavior and also talking about training for exotic species in zoos. So make sure to mark those dates on your calendars, and we look forward to seeing you all there.
0: Yes, and all of the information about the Cal, Cal-, Cal- Conference will be available on this link, caawt.com forward slash 2022 hyphen conference. The second big announcement is that we made available On the Shoulders of Giants biography on Dr. Israel Gold Diamond.
1: That's right, and this has been such an amazing piece of work. This has taken us about a year to produce this material and get it out to you. However, this Director's Cut edition will only be made available for our members. Um, There will be a final version that we will release down the road that will be available to the general public. But if interested in hearing this Director's Cut version, which is an hour and 45 minutes (laughs) of amazing interviews from Dr. Gold Diamond students, family, and friends please make sure to visit our website where you can join our membership and access this biography. So in today's episode, we're going to be going through our goals that we had set together at the very end of 2020 for 2021. And some of those goals that we had set together were to do more collaborating, it was a big goal of ours to start reaching out to other people and that were also in our field and outside of our field that were also doing constructional work. And another one of our goals was to be expanding topics. We really wanted to reach beyond uh, just dog training and start focusing on bigger issues that expanded beyond just training and started to get into animal welfare and also human and animal interactions. And then our next goal was to start releasing a new series with everybody, which we call the On the Shoulders of Giants series. And our very last one for 2021 was to create a membership, to create a community where more people could get together to get advice and get support in creating constructional programs that were important to them. And so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about those goals and some of the things that we've done this year to help achieve those goals. So without any further delay, let's begin. So our first big goal that we had set together from 2020, to 2020 was um, to actually have more collaborations. And I think we hit that goal this year. I think so too. And, you know, we not only, you know, we, we did actually reach out to a few people that we had to put on hold for a little bit because of some things that came up. But even considering those future collaborations that we're going to be getting to still, with what we had, we actually brought in five new guest speakers. Some of them had double episodes. We ended up having, I think, like eight episodes that had guest speakers out of our 12. But that's still an amazing accomplishment because for me, when I reflect on that group, Mm. it, it seems like we achieved two really big targets for ourselves in the selection of people that we did. Because we had some of them that were brand new collaborators to us. One of them that even has really nothing to do with training and is just interested in animal welfare. That was um, Carol Novello. From Mutual Rescue. Yeah, from Mutual Rescue. And she's doing some amazingly constructional work with getting to her goals that she's got set to improve animals and humans' lives for the communities that she's working with. But, uh, and our other new one that we had on the show was actually a Barbara Heinreich, who is also going to be our keynote speaker, like we announced at the beginning for, um, our conference.
0: conference. Yeah.
1: But that was a big goal of ours was to start reaching out to other people and starting to grow our community and grow our impact and ability to reach and help individuals and their animals that they live with. Right. But, um, the other group of people were people that are really important to the constructional approach, but that we had kind of lost touch with after graduating and moving away from our program where we met all of those wonderful people. <laughs> and and some of them that I'm talking about are, are specifically Morgan Katz and Chase Owens. Yeah. Um, huge people in the development of constructional affection and the shelter program who, you know, after graduation, we just kind of ended up moving our own ways and having less and less and less contact. And so it was great to reach out with them and bring them back into our constructional community to help us continue to make positive impacts on people and the animals that are in our communities. Right. But um, one other thing in this collaboration is we brought in a whole new category of collaborators that Masa, you and I, had never... Had never considered even being really a possibility and, until the middle point of the year. And and that really involves our, our last guest that we had on for this year, which was Stuart Hoffman. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Stuart, we met him this this year at the webinar with, that we did in March. And then he joined our first group class on construction of fiction that we did for English audience. And we... We just explore together and then we just continue our conversation during the Zoom, outside the Zoom, and he is starting to develop a constructional program.
1: Yeah, and that was a big goal for, or is a big goal for the group classes that we've been offering this year was to give people actual, you know, information that they might be able to take action on and and do something practical with. Right. And Stuart was definitely able to do that, and, and so he came on our show, and he's also doing some other collaborations with us to demonstrate to the public and show some of the amazing uh, work that he's developed using a constructional approach.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. And, you know, slightly related to this, you uh-huh. know, was our next goal, and that's the kind of funny thing that you might see as we talk about this and talk about what we have planned in the future is all of these things are, are so interconnected because these goals kind of, they end up overlapping with each other mm-hmm. in, in so many ways. And the next one is our expanding topics. We wanted to be able to talk about things that are much broader than just specifically how to train your dog or how to train your horse or mm-hmm. whatever animal that, that that it might be. Yeah. But we wanted to also get deeper into the other sides of training that are often maybe overlooked or, or not necessarily always connected in the picture when we consider training. And that is we wanted to really get into animal welfare. We really wanted to get into functional assessments. We wanted to get into data collection. We really wanted to push the envelope and go deeper into the other sides of training that sometimes don't get touched on. Mm-hmm. And also including that, you know, the, the repertoires and training of the humans that are involved in that training is another big thing. <clears throat> that we've been working with and also getting deeper into shelters and how to create staff and volunteer training and also data collection measures for efficiency of shelters and so with those expanding topics we ended up creating a lot of new group classes that was fun oh my gosh
0: fun to create fun to share fun to teach
1: it 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 was All, all of the above and I can't remember, you, you were telling me the other night like how many like group classes we yeah. had done over the year. Both
0: English and Japanese audience. Yeah. I, I, I
1: can't recall the number, but I remember being surprised. It's yeah. like, we really did that maybe <laughs> this year. <laughs> we did. <laughs> but it, it, it all happened also because of you guys that came to our group classes and came to our memberships. Because we always want to be providing are the people that are coming to us exactly the kind of experiences and and information that, that you guys want. Right. And so as people came to our first group classes, we asked what they would like to continue learning about. And we made a new class on that and introduced it. And we just kept doing that. And we first started with a constructional affection class. Yeah, that's for,
0: yeah, for the English group class. Yep.
1: And then I think it was Kat that came up out of that. And then out of CAD, I think we ended up doing a data collection and assessment class and it just kept growing and we just kept ended up bringing new things. And the new one that we've been doing lately that is honestly been my favorite and most fun classes that we've ever made together, um, the intro to behavior science classes. Right.
0: Yeah. And thanks to Dr. TV Joe Lane. Um, and then the blue book that Israel Gold Diamond made, we came up, we designed this curriculum, and it's going to be a series, but it was fun to do the science of behavior. What's B of effects under C? Mm. What's that lens? What that lens will reveal the information that we need to, to analyze and program to achieve meaningful goals for the people and animal we work with.
1: Yeah, and th- the thing that I really think is remarkable about this, and... You know, maybe perhaps the the title of the class is a bit misleading. It it is, you know, a a very what might be considered by some, at least by Joe, (laughs) (laughs) to to be a a fundamental, you know, um, uh, analysis and introduction of behavior analysis. Um, Myself and other grad students that I know um, have never, ever heard of this conceptualization of how to look at behavior analysis Um, Most of the grad students, including myself, that have gone through programs have gone through behavior analysis programs without ever hearing the phrase B equals F of X under C. But it really is a fundamental part, and once when you gain that lens and understand the relationship that's going on in that formula, it really does fundamentally change how you're looking at behavior and how you understand things. And the relationship between that and the three-term contingency is always something that is awe-inspiring for everybody involved. Um, Even me, after being the one teaching it over and over again, still every time I get into that information, I'm like, wow.
0: I know. Like every time we bring up new examples or when we discuss Mm -hmm. example that was brought from the attendee and then look at that example through the lens of B of FX under C to what's the functional relation here? It's so interesting. Yeah, you know, lots of example, and you really hone our analytical skills. Really,
1: that's right. Yeah, and and if anyone out there wants to get a a nice little sample of what it looks like inside that class, actually check out Lily Chen's. That's right. Yeah, check out her her website where she's actually got her notes mm-hmm. that that she animated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, while in our class, yeah, we'll
0: put that link in the description below. Yeah,
1: I think you guys will really enjoy it. It was. It was a lot of fun teaching that class. And I think you would have fun too if you came or even checked out her notes. Yeah. But that was a an interesting way that we didn't expect to be expanding topics with everybody. We we had originally set that goal, really focusing primarily on just the podcast. But as our membership took off and as we got closer with our audience out there and you guys listening. Um, we ended up being able to have a whole new avenue to work together to to get to know you guys and to get to bring you the kinds of information that, that you really wanted to learn about.
0: Right, right. Like in the conference and webinars, it's more like a one way kind of. We do Q&A. We, want, we try to do extended Q&A. But membership and group classes and private lessons are really like, it's, especially like our group class and membership, yeah. like Open House, we want to have a conversation and then we set set up time you know two hours we know but we always extend it to late nights and we just love talking and mm-hmm. get it to know your goals and project that you're working with
1: yeah. so
0: we love to get to know you and work with you and
1: collaborate and it's always fun too because as we get to know you guys out there we know we get to know the topics that you're a little bit more sensitive to and are a little bit more anxious to talk about mm. and so we'd like to slip those in to Help lure everybody out into an open discussion where we can have lots of fun, and each of us work on our yeah. verbal repertoires right. talking about things and shaping how we how we conceptualize a lot of these topics, yeah, but the next big one that I want to talk about, and my gosh w- w- we did not this is another thing everything we did this year, I think was <laughs> <us> for surprise <laughs> on the shoulders of giants oh yes. Was, it was originally just supposed to be us talking with doctors Joe Lang and Paul and Jonas. Moss <laughs> um, and I were, we were uh, watching uh, the, the Bailey interview. Actually, no, I'm getting out of order here. We were just talking about Izzy's work together, and we were just in awe of the amount of work that he had done over such a relatively short period of time. Um, you know, really from, like, 1960 to, you know, the 1990s, in, in that 30 years, really, the amount of publications and the weight of them, yeah. you, you know, the, the significance that it introduced to the field. Which it, is
0: still so relevant. Absolutely. I, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's why we're here. That's yeah. why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the... Just seeing all of that work completed in such a short amount of time, relatively speaking, it really got us interested in his life. And us hanging out with, you know, or getting the the awesome privilege to hang out with Joe, Paul, and Joanne so often and, and for such extended periods of time was that we ended up getting to know bits and pieces of yeah. Izzy's life. But we really, to help our understanding of the constructional approach and Izzy's work, everything from perception, signal detection theory, the constructional approach, including the questionnaire and building repertoires and programs, all of that stuff. To help us understand all of these topics, it really helped to also have an idea or, or to know some of the life experiences that went into those things. Because sometimes I think understanding an individual's history can really help us better understand the work that we see that came out of those individuals. And that was where the idea of On the Shoulders of Giants came from, and we had intended to just talk to Joe and Paul about what they had heard from Izzy. Yeah. yeah. But a funny thing happened when we did that because we talked to Joe and Paul, and and in certain spots they were like, well, we don't really know about this, or we don't really... We're not sure about this part. Or, you know, we should really talk to this person. That mm. came up a lot in our yeah. thing. But the, the interesting thing in this is that Joe and Paul, during our, our interview with them, pointed us to Bob Bailey and said, you know what? Bob Bailey did an interview with Izzy Gold Diamond. And he might have that around somewhere still. And so when we, we got done with our biography, we, that night, I remember composing an email to Bob, and um, he replied back quickly and let us know that indeed he and Marion, before she passed away, had for actually over a decade, I think, uh, over a decade decade worth, because I think they go back to the 80s, um, early 80s, and go up to the early 90s, but for like that 10 years, they were going around to ABAIs and, and also different different conventions and even just people's houses and, and laboratories where they were working and they would do interviews with, with animal trainers, psychologists, sociologists, um, behavior analysts, um, all of these major people that were around that had had made major contributions to the understanding of behavior and animal training as well. Um, they interviewed these people and we got a list. Um, we do how Two, like 200 and <laughs> yeah I can't remember the exact number yeah. but I think it's like 230 or something it's quite a few interviews and we've got the bulk of them now Bob went ahead and he said absolutely I've got Izzy's and he says I have I have all of these other ones too and Moss and I we knew we wanted Izzy's right um but we were not willing to let that treasure you know, fall through the cracks because these are not interviews that anyone had ever right. seen before or yeah. listened to. Um, these were ant- interviews that, that Bob and Marion did and they recorded it, put it on a tape, and it never saw the light of day after that. Right. And the tragic story behind that is that Marion happened to pass away while in the middle of making this project. And she had ideas for organizations that she wanted to team up with to release these interviews to the public. But it sadly never happened. Mm-hmm. And after she passed, um, you know, Bob had just he he, he really just wanted distance, I feel, mm-hmm. you know, from the project. And so he just never looked at those tapes again after that. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the reasons why he was so excited about our message is that he finally saw an opportunity for Marion's project, for that dream to be fulfilled and for people to get access to these things. And, And so the On the Shoulders of Giants ended up also creating this other side project that we did this year, which is the Bailey interviews.
0: Yeah. And I think we already have 14th the Bailey interviews that's available on our YouTube channel. You can also check it out on our website and, but more are coming. And, um, yeah, we are so happy that be able to do this mm-hmm. and then people can learn from the pioneers in the field.
1: Yeah. And, and we'll talk more about the Bailey interviews and in, in just a moment, but, um, Back to the On the Shoulders of Giants. So when we tracked down Bob and we found that Izzy biography, um, we had uh, thought that Izzy's family would really appreciate having this because we, we knew that they likely had never seen this before. Mm-hmm. And so we managed to get in touch with um, both of his daughters and his son, and, um, and we made sure that they got a copy of that interview. And when we did, and we mentioned to them this project that we were wanting to do on Izzy, we ended up having a whole audience of people to start talking to about Izzy's life. Yeah, and that's where the story comes from that you guys can go check out and hear on our on the shoulders of giants interview on um, count membership or biography, not interview on Doctor Izzy Gold Diamond on our count membership. Yeah, that's right. And um, but the other funny thing is, is as we interviewed his children. They were like, you got to go talk to this person. You got to go talk to this person. And holy cow, we ended up interviewing people for like six months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in our interviews, we had, we had planned for all of them to be like roughly an hour to an hour and a half. But not one of them was an hour and a half. Like right. I, I think the shortest interview we had was two and a half hours. And, and one of them ended up like pushing four hours. Like it was <laughs> almost like a half day. Really fun, just session talking and enjoying, you know, these stories and getting deeper into certain parts, and mm-hmm. and you'll get to hear all of this in the biography. It, it really is a wonderful framework of of Izzy's life, the challenges he faced, and how those challenges influenced he as an individual, as a as a father, as a friend, as a person. But also as a scientist and a person interested in improving people's behavior, no matter who they were, right? And um, it, it really is just touching, hearing his family and friends and his students' perspectives through some of those challenges that he faced. But um, the last big goal
0: <laughs> that we
1: had really set for 2020 was our membership. Yes, and and this is a really important one. For us, because the biggest thing ever since we started doing this podcast, you know, um, and it, it's still a pretty small podcast, you know, <laughs> especially if you look at in comparison to some of the other behavior analytic or animal training podcasts that have 30, 40,000, you know, constant listeners on any <laughs> given day, um, we're, we're very tiny, you know, compared to that. But the thing that we've loved and has really been touching, you know, for Masa, you and I is when we would get messages from you guys
0: oh yes we read many times and yeah, it, so happy. yeah. i'm tearing eyes, emotional. Now.
1: that's what ah. i was about to say you yeah. guys can't see Massa right now but yeah um those messages that we get from you guys are so touching and and it's really the fuel that keeps us going we don't get paid for doing this podcast we just come here and talk because we hope that somebody can get something out of this information and so when we get these messages from you guys, it means a lot. And we wanted to create a way to be able to have a community where we can have closer access to you and and like we've said throughout this episode today, you know, to, to be bringing you, get to know you, and bring right. you the stuff that you, that you want. Mm-hmm. And and the membership has been amazing about that. It, it not only gives us a place where we can near daily. Post new informative materials for you guys, papers, different things like that, topics to just have a discussion about. But we we also use it as a spot to just kind of show you day to day what it is that's been going on, what training we've been doing. There's lots of little videos from the shelter work, but related to that membership. And one big thing that we've loved bringing to you guys, um, it, it stopped over this holiday season, and we're about to start picking it up again. But it's our live streaming from the animal shelter that we're really close to here. Mm -hmm. And it has been amazing. Not only that the shelter lets us do this and has embraced us in the way that they have. But then to be able to just show you guys, you know, for an hour, hour and a half, what our training looks like and what we're doing with the dogs in the shelter. That has been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, because in the live stream, it's live. So we could share the process like how we are entering the enclosure how we are greeting the dog and what we should be doing according to dog's behavior and then what's our goal to this session and then we can have ongoing like conversation you guys can ask questions question and then q a so it's i love this sharing this process sharing the shelter experience yeah yeah and
1: and like you said you know talking about the process that was one of the big comments that i would see as we would do these live streams Is people would be like oh wow i can see the thought yeah, process right. on when you decided to do these things and and it really does you know kind of make it a little bit more clear when you can see how the procedure looks in a in a live mm. scenario right. with a dog jumping and mouthing and licking right. and barking all over the place yeah. and and just see that couple of minutes of interaction that can help that dog learn quickly right how yeah. to ask for and receive affection from yeah, people.
0: And, and one of the comments I remember is like, so you did enter the enclosure and then you had the dog very, very jumpy, but like 30 or 40 seconds later, the dogs are already looking at you and melted <laughs> down. And then one attendee asked, is this the first time that you are interacting with this dog? And I said, yes, like we do know about this dog. And we did a little assessment and then we assessed that this dog is so friendly and wants our interaction. And then you went in and then have that huge behavior change and being able to show you know assessment and training that decision making like on the like moment to moment for me it was rewarding to, to hear the comments and then the dog's behavior change you know we're 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 saving the animals while we are sharing this experience with the audience
1: that's right yeah,
0: i get it a passion <laughs> <laughs> I get it, yeah. and
1: and and boy, it, that that has just been so fun for the both of us. Like yeah. that really ends up becoming a highlight of you know our weeks whenever we're we have that planned, and and that's something that we make available for free, right? Um, to anybody. Right. Um, you actually don't even have to be a member to mm-hmm. enjoy those live streams. If you just uh, connect with us on um,
0: Instagram, we have done we the first one in Instagram, and then the second one on Facebook, and then there are archived videos so you guys can watch it later.
1: That's right, and uh, I think we're going to start hosting it for now on on Facebook. But stay tuned with right. us on that, and and we'll make sure that it's announced and that everyone yep. can know. Just make sure that you're a member on one of our pages, right. and you'll know you'll you'll get the heads up on on where to be able to access that. That's right. But back to the membership, the other things that we've been doing with it, it's been growing a lot. Not only does it include the Facebook page where we get to connect and share all of this stuff like we're talking about with you, but we also wanted to have it be a place where our group classes could be more specialized towards your interest, getting back to that idea of expanding topics. Um, our members that are within our group are actually the people that are picking every single one of the topics that we do for a group class. That's right. And so, Masa, you and I worked our tails off this year building a library of <laughs> material that we have ready for group classes. Yeah. And we did it following an amazing process. We actually, Masa and I, we, we really stick to Susan Markle's instructional design process and how she also creates program instruction material. This isn't program instruction material, but we like to follow some of those tips from program instruction and really build good instructional design material that has a lot of frequent feedback opportunities right. from you guys where we can really actually teach and, and work out concepts right. together. Right. But we basically built this library, and we put up a list, and we say, for this coming group class, we have this range of topics available. And everybody in the membership thing gets to vote and decide which topics they want. And from that vote, we'll go ahead and we'll pick our next topic that we introduce to the public.
0: That's right. And then we also want to ask what's the members, individual members' goal for that year. So we we had an open house and then we asked about what's the goal for twenty twenty two. So we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we are tailoring um the program or content that we put out for membership that will help them achieve their goal. That's that they right. Said.
1: That's right, because some people might want to know more about the actual procedure itself. How do I do this thing? Right. Some people might want to be more interested to actually learn about the conceptual reason why right. we do this or how this works. And then sometimes people want to know how to teach other people or right. how to make sure that we're measuring things in a way that guides, guides our procedures and our decision making. That way we can be very efficient in the amount of time it takes us to meet goals. That's right. um, there's lots of different you know, goals for different people. And we like to make sure that we're getting that to you. And so the membership is an amazing place for that. But the other last big thing to announce related to our membership before we move on is we've got a book club session coming up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yet yeah, so um dr tv joe lane dr paul thomas andronis dr trent Card, and awab um they published this book "Nonlinear contingency analysis going beyond cognition and behavior in clinical practice it's an amazing book for us this is like a must read book uh, to know about gold diamonds work how they extended easy's work you know, so we will be doing a book club, we will be announcing it soon. And the membership, uh, the cult member is going to access for free, and then not for non member, we're gonna have a little price plan, but it's gonna be exciting.
1: That's right. And and one really, you know, cool thing just is is the idea of Dr. Joe Lang being amazing enough to come to the group you know on the very last day so once when we're all done reading the book and we all have our questions that we want to talk about um dr joe lang has volunteered himself to come join our group and to have that discussion with him where we can actually directly ask him the questions that we have or just have a discussion about topics in the book yep so that's going to be a lot of fun
0: yep yep
1: and um We'll make sure to to post information on that as we get closer to the date. But keep an eye out on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, or on our website. You'll be able to find information.
0: Before we end today's show, we would like to talk about our goals for 2022, the thing that you can look forward to. The first one is that we want to continue collaboration.
1: Yeah, and, and this is just a continued expansion of our goal that we had set for the last year. And we want to continue reaching out to other professionals in the field, other trainers, other scientists, and start collaborating together on working on constructional programs. And as a matter of fact, we have a big surprise announcement for our very first podcast episode coming this January. Yeah,
0: which is Dr. Susan Friedman.
1: That's right. Um, I think you guys are going to really love that podcast episode. But related to that goal of more collaboration, we want to actually be reaching out deeper into our membership. As a matter of fact, at this coming ABAI conference, we'll be presenting along with Stuart Hoffman. He's the individual that our last podcast episode was on. And he's one of our students in our group that's doing amazing things. And we want to continue collaborating with you all out there on things like this. Right. So we would love to have this membership continue to grow, see you guys in Cout Lab and Open House through our membership and make these projects and continue collaborating with you all.
0: That's right. That's right. And that's what science really is, is about. We we use science to continue evolve. We want to refine our analytical skills, our knowledge and skills, and how to apply it to achieve our meaningful goals. And cult membership is there to do it. We, it's a safe place for us to collaborate and discuss challenging questions and then turning idea into project. And yep. and we we want to do all that in the cult membership.
1: That's right. And that is actually our second goal that we have for the year, which is to continue to expand and grow that CAUT membership. That's right. We want it to not only be a place where you can get contact with other people and us, like what Masa was saying through the open house and through CAUT Lab, but we also wanted to make it have a lot of good information just waiting there for you. So we've been expanding the files that have research and PDFs in there, and we've also been adding more of our old presentations from our old webinars and old conferences. So please keep an eye out on those things and we'll continue to grow that and meet our goals together for 2022.
0: And this marks the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you all enjoy today's episode. We look forward to continue meeting our goals together in 2022. If you like our show, please subscribe to our podcast or share it with your friend. And feel free to get more information or reach out to us on our website, caawt.com, or our Facebook page, Construction Approach to Animal Welfare and Training, Instagram at mpo-caawt, or you can always email us at caawtcontact@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And please visit our website to join our membership and view the many benefits that we have for you. Thank you so much for listening and joining us for two years. We are your host. I am Masa.
1: And I am Sean. We
0: hope you have happy holidays and an amazing new year with your amazing animal companions. We will see you in 2022 with our first amazing guest of the year, Dr. Susan Friedman. Happy New Year, everyone!